Words from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Numbers 14, 28. Okay, let's start from verse 26. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? I've heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, As I live, says the Lord, just as you've spoken in my ears, so I will do to you. The carcasses, the carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in the wilderness. All of you who are numbered according to your entire family from 20 years from 20 years old and above, except for Joshua, the son of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, except for Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore I will make you to dwell in. But your little ones, whom you have said will be victims, I will bring them in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses will fall in this wilderness. But let's back up to verse 28. It says, say to them as I leave. No. Um, I'm not getting this translation right. It says, as surely as I leave, my glory shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Uh, can't get that place. But it was in this scripture. God actually said to them, maybe it's verse 38. Let me see. Okay, let's read it in the Romans 14.11 version. Romans 14.11 As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bend to me and every tongue will declare allegiance to God. This is the New Living Translation. In Several scriptures, God begins to say, As surely as I live, my glory will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. I think that's Habakkuk. As surely as I live, my glory will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. I'd already prepared this message and came here this morning as I knelt down to pray. The Holy Spirit said to say to me, As surely as I live, my glory will cover the earth. So I did a search and it brought me to Numbers 14, 28. But that's not what the scripture I think it's the Habakkuk one. Habakkuk chapter 2, I think. 2 verse 2.14. As surely as I live, my glory will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And then again in Romans, as surely as I live, every knee will bow down, every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord. Every knee will bow in every nation. Every tongue will confess all human beings in every space will know that I am the Lord. I am the Lord. God just wants us to establish who he is this morning. Praise God. God is very interested in our lives, in the tiniest of issues, the number of the hair on our head. We read it at the crossover service, how we are the apple of his eyes. God's interested in the feelings of our soul. God is interested in our families, in our children, in our relationship. He will fight to restore feuding brothers. God will fight to bring peace between family members that are fighting. He will pour love where hate has been. He will heal broken bodies. God will restore business and bring his righteousness out of men who do not yet know him. He will bring each of you through great troubles and challenges. Say amen. amen. In this new year, our theme is overcome, which means that you will overcome every challenge that will come to you. Things will begin to be hurled at you, but you will overcome. Challenges will emerge in the city, but you will overcome. Brokenness will happen in the nations of the earth, but you will overcome. Why? Because God is very interested in your life. And many of you, if you're here and you died in 2021, lift up your hands. Oh, nobody here died in 2021. So it means you are alive. Say, I'm alive. I'm alive. 
just like Lazarus, he brought you back to life. You are alive. You are alive. Some of you don't know that you are alive. You don't, you don't believe that you are. Oh, my goodness. I'm alive. Like, I'm alive. Do you, do you guys understand? I want that, res, that revelation to hit your mind that you are alive. And that God is interested in your being alive. God is your, interested in your economic well-being. God is interested in your business doing well. God is interested in your academic studies going further. God is interested in your relationships blossoming. God is interested in your children growing up and getting wiser. God is interested in the earth filling up. God is interested in restoring and healing the lost and the broken. God is very interested in every detail of your life to bring you through challenges and problems. Say amen. amen. You guys don't believe. <laughs> because if you believe, you'll be, you'll be a little more rejoicing and bubbling about it. <laughs> okay, somebody said, we're writing it down. Write it down. That God is interested. I don't know how else to say that God is interested because I don't want to minimize this point. There's another point I want to make, but this point is where I want to start from. God is very, very interested. It's so good to see people who were ill before and are standing strong. It's so good to see people who were hurting before and are in a better place. It's so good to see people who were in depression before but have come out of depression. It's so good to see people who were hurting before but the pain is over. It's so good to see people who have journeyed from the place of brokenness to the place of light. Why? Because God is interested and God passes you from one broken point to another better point and to a healed point and to a strong point and to a blazing lighting moment point where God's work is incremental in you. That regardless of what you go through, God is bringing you somewhere. God is elevating. God is breaking. God is big, God is taking out the obstacles in front of you that inhibit you to be everything he wants you to be. This God who is so personally interested in us is also interested in generations. He's interested in what? Generations. He's interested in the young people. He's interested in children. He's interested in the future. He's interested in big things. He's interested in nations. He's interested in the whole world. He's interested in cultures. He's interested in bigger than yourself. God is interested in cities, in nations, in countries, in regions, in continents. God is interested in the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God is not just a God who is interested in ants and small things. God is interested in big things as well. God is interested in nations as well. God is interested in cities as well. And from time to time, God doesn't just walk in individuals. God begins to walk in the earth. God begins to walk big things. God begins to walk massive things. God begins to walk a revival that passes from city to city to city city to nation. God begins to work in awesome things. God begins to work with mighty angels flying over territories. God begins to work over lands and cities and seas and nations because God is bigger than an individual God. In the, in the Igbo culture, there's something called Chi. If you read the books of Chinua Achebe, you, you understand the Chi, which is the personal God of the Igbo culture. Chi, that's my chi, my God. So everybody has an, a symbol of their chi in their house. And do you know, we have our chi with us today, who is the Holy Spirit. Chi is with you. <laughs> do you understand? He sits on the inside of your life. But guess what? God is bigger than that chi. God is bigger than that small version of him on the inside of you. God is massive. He's nation changing. And you will do yourself a great disservice if all you see is just your personal chi. God is awesome. 
Psalm 103, verse 20 to 21. Bless the Lord, all his angels, mighty in strength, who carry out his word, who hearken to the voice of his command. Bless the Lord, all his host, you servants who do his will. Verse 20 says, Bless the Lord, all his angels, mighty in strength. Hey! Now, like, you guys don't understand this. Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength. We don't begin to understand angels until we see what angels did in the Bible. Some of our meetings, you see angels, but they don't break into the realm of the natural most times. They stay. You see the picture of our advert for this Sunday morning. The zeal of the Lord was an angel standing over the city, towering over with a mighty sword. Like, unbelievable. When I saw that, I just like, wow. Bless the Lord, ye his angels mighty in strength let's chant, chant this under our breath bless the lord all his angels mighty in strength who carry out his word bless the lord all his angels mighty in strength who carry out his word i want you to chant it until you believe it bless the lord all his angels mighty in strength who carry out his word one more time bless the lord all his angels mighty in strength who carry out his word there comes a time when God raises a command over a city. We read in Acts 19 of the industry of artifacts and charms and magic which drove the entire economy of which Demetrius, the silversmith, was like the industry doyen and traded in billions of dollars worth of artifacts until Paul visited the city and upset the economic balance. Paul visited the city where Demetrius was like the chief silversmith and sat over the economy and people came to him like the chancellor of Exchequer and people just he was like the stock exchange chairman who actually broke out the deals of money in the city and they were selling artifacts of unto Diana their entire economy was based on tourism and people would travel from all over the world and come to buy effigies and images of Diana and everybody had a little Diana temple in their house and everybody had a little Diana and this man was running the economy until Paul came and began to teach in the lecture hall of Tyrannus until Paul began to teach the word of God in the lecture hall of Tyrannus and God was building something as Paul was teaching. God was building something as Paul was teaching. And one day the occasion was set and Paul entered the amphitheater and he began to preach. And after he and after he came across that, that man, that little girl who used to go around saying, oh, these are the prophets of the Lord. They had a familiar spirit by which she announced the people of God. These are the prophets of the Lord who do mighty things in God's name. After after a while of going around, Paul cast out that demon. And when Paul cast out that demon, Demetrius, the adoring, just afraid that this is the end of their economy. It was just not Demetrius. There was something happening in the supernatural. See, there was something happening in the supernatural. There was something happening in the supernatural. God was, God was reordering the economy. Every move of God is actually, is actually moved by the economic shaking as well. Every move of God. You will see the coronavirus actually orchestrating a whole economic upheaval in the world because it is backed up by something in the heart of God. Something is moving. Something is happening in our day. Something is going on. Something is brewing beyond the eyes that man can see. Something sinister is going on. But something awesome. Because in every plan the devil has is a counterfeit plan. Because God has the original master plan or something he wants to do. In that place where they where they, where 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 Paul taught and taught and taught the city broken and uproar. 
the city broken and opera and we read how the people were shouting great is Diana of Ephesus great is Diana of Ephesus great 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 and the Bible says the whole place entered into a frenzy why because there was movement in the in the land there's movement in the spirit God is not just interested in your personal life God is interested in the city of Lagos. Say amen. amen. Some of us have lost hope about Nigeria. God is interested in your nation, Nigeria. Say amen. amen. God is interested in the black race. Say amen. God is interested in Africa. Say amen. God is interested in the Caribbean. Say amen. God is interested in black people wherever they're in the world they are. Say amen. God is interested in African nations, in Ghana, in Central African Republic, in South Africa, in Egypt, Tunisia, Morocco. God is interested in Africa. Say amen. There comes a time when God begins to change God over the city. I pray that this message will not pass over your head because you are thinking only of Chi, your personal God. At some point in time, you must elevate your vision of God beyond yourself to the city, to the nation, to the ends of the earth. At some point in time, you must raise your sight to the God who moves across lands and cities. You, at some point in time, you must partner with an awesome God who elevates His word above his name, who raises up the counsel of his servants and who builds something awesome in the earth. Second Samuel chapter 17. David had a, ta a taste, chapter 15, verse 17. Let's start from verse 15. Second Samuel 15, 15. David had a taste of what it means to deal with an angel over the city in this scripture. Second Samuel 15, 15. Sorry, 2nd Samuel 24, verse 15. So the Lord sent the plague upon Israel from morning till the appointed time. From Dan to Beersheba, 70,000 men of the people died. And the angel stretched out his hand over Jerusalem to destroy it. The Lord relented from the destruction and said to the angel who was destroying the people, It is now enough. Now restrain your hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Araunah, the Jebusite. 17 we read then David spoke to the Lord when saw the angel who was striking the people and said surely I have sinned I have done wickedly but this sheep what have they done let your hand I pray be against me and my father's house we read this story of one angel who flew through the military men of David it was not ordinary men he was killing was the soldiers because God wanted to show David I am your protection but David was interested in knowing how many men because there was wars and rumors of wars all over what does that speak to us sometimes we want to build confidence in our troops in our ability in our competence in the things that we can do and one angel one angel David saw him the Bible says he was standing with his head into the clouds with a sword over the city. And the place where he stopped, where the command came, was the threshing floor of Arauna. The threshing floor is like after the farm, 
they normally gather the wheat into a particular place and they start beating it and winnowing them. That's a trash floor. So this was an empty space of land and David saw the angel standing there and in that place, David began to make an offering to God because God had already told David, do you want me to send you to the hands of your enemies? Do you want war to break out against you or do you want me to deal with you? And David says, Lord, let me fall into your hands. He knew the dealings of God. He says that at least if I ask God for mercy, God will give me mercy. We all know, oh well, some of us know this story. It's a very interesting story. I encourage you to read in 2 Samuel 24. David's interaction with confidence in himself. Many people teach us to have confidence in ourselves. Any confidence in yourself not backed in God will lead you to trouble. And God was modeling. So David is no more just a king. He's an icon for us to learn how to build and where to build our confidence. But just one angel flew through the camp. And how many people died in one night? 70,000. One angel. 70,000. Like, that's a whole... That's how many... Is Nigerian police up to 70,000? Maybe 100,000. 400,000. Who has these stats? That's like... I don't think they're up to 400,000 because I remember they were complaining about the numbers. It was not up to 200,000, certainly. So it's like, imagine half of the Nigerian police was wiped out one night by one angel. You know, when you hear, 70, when you hear these numbers, it seems like it's a lie. I let 10 people die in her, 10. It's a lot. One, how do you deal with the grief? 70,000 in one night. It's like the whole nation of soldiers wiped out. And it's one angel. One angel. Do you know on the night when the angel of death passed through Egypt, there was a killing, a systematic killing. The firstborn of every family, every goat, every cow, every sheep, firstborn of everything. It's too precise. Incredible. So we don't even know what we're talking about when we're dealing with the heavenlies. Some of us actually ascribe very little power to the database of God. God was the database before men started making databases. <laughs> so when we read in heaven that there will be books of life, some people are thinking like, his book that are going to open. Like, like it's so ahead, so digital, like, Imagine somebody who was writing this thing 2,000 years ago, saw screens flowing. What will he say? You see, there were pages, there were books so large, open. He was actually seeing screens. It was digital screens they were swiping. And who knows? The technology of future may not even be swiping. Yeah, it may just be eye movement. Yeah. We're actually getting to, in the new metaverse, the whole idea is nerve endings. They will start connecting signal diodes to your brain, to your hands, to your body parts. And then if you put some signal diodes there, they will, so the way you move your hand, things begin to happen. There's a way you move your eyes, things happen. It's the way you think a thought, things move. Because now your avatar and the system must be controlled by your human personality. So you think it, the avatar does it. And you trade in the metaverse, you do business in the metaverse, you game in the metaverse. Gaming is one of the areas where the metaverse would be absolutely already ahead because they're already doing immersion gaming, you know. Uh, oh, let me not go into tech. <laughs> but can I tell you guys something? We always imagine God as if God is backward. God is designing the technology of the year 2070 right now. And the children who will be born at that time, you know, like my daughters are going to be the fathers of the year 2050, mother, fathers and mothers of the 2050 and above. They are children. God has already designed them. And, they are, and the mindset. So sometimes we're actually trying to see like, oh, can we make God catch up with today's technology? Can we make God cool? Can we make God relevant? You know, they tell us, oh, make your Christianity relevant. You Believe me, in the metaverse, jealousy will be more. 
murder will be more. People killing, avatars killing other avatars, trying to replicate it in real life. And these avatars are very expensive because they are unique avatars and people are paying for their avatars with NFTs now. So as you buy a unique identifier, somebody comes to kill that identifier which you bought for a million dollars, you almost cry in real life. <laughs> it's like, we don't, want, we don't even want this. We're not ready <laughs> for, the, for the technology age coming. Facebook is a major player. They are, they are trying to get ahead of the others by changing their name to Meta. Do you understand? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. In this new time, what God wants to do. Someone asked me yesterday night, should I participate? I'm like, of course you should be in the metaverse. You're a gamer. Go into the metaverse. Because the mindset of God must enter into every space. The idea of God will be, ent- will be introduced in every space by a God who lives in that space by human beings who represent him in that space. So God will bring all of us into the metaverse and into whatever verse exists in the future. Because metaverse is actually the universe of meta technology. just one universe so you can see this is what is happening okay how did I get here though (laughs) oh 70,000 the angel yeah (laughs) let's quickly go to 2nd Kings chapter 19 1930, 2 Kings 19, verse 30. We're entering to the days of the zeal of the Lord. We're stepping into the territories where God will walk with his mighty power in the nations of the earth. We're entering the seasons when God will move mightily. When everything we do that connects with it will be totally impactful. And God is looking for some young people who are going to step in beyond, I don't like God, I don't like church, I don't like spiritual things. God is looking for people who are going to step beyond this level and go into the realms of what God, what would you have me do? God, how would you have me shape the future? God, how would you have me design my life? How will I connect to this eternal stream that is flowing? God is looking for people who are going to come into that place where they're going to just be a part of what God is doing. God is looking for people who are going to yield themselves and say, Lord, how can I create something that brings you glory? God, how can I innovate in a way that your name will be glorified? God, how can I bring your ethos, your mindset, your worldview into the earth? God is looking for people who are so sold out that every time they wake up they are, they are thumping they are thumping thoughts and their mindset is actually about planting the will of God in every space they find God is looking for a people who are so sold out that they don't think about themselves or think about their agenda don't think about their chi that is resolved that God says like do not worry about these things come on a journey with me come and see my great zeal come and see my great work which I want to do in the earth God is looking for designers holy designers in a new time who create the world that that will dominate the nations of the earth God is looking for craftsmen craftsmen uh, artisans and spiritual craftsmen who will stand up against the horns that the devil will raise God is looking for people who will understand insight God is not looking for just people who have spiritual lingo God is looking for people who have artificing skills who have creative skills who have designing skills to craft the message of God in a new time God is looking for holy designers God is looking for holy people who are yielded to themselves who are accurate like God what do you want me to do 
Second Kings chapter 19, verse 30. And the remnant who have escaped of the house of Judah shall take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant and those who escape from Mount Zion. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. God is trying to do something to make us to take root downward and bear fruit upward. Let's say that to take root downward and bear fruit upward. One more time, to take root downward and to bear fruit upward. Now, no prophetic word will, will come to pass except this happens. Do you understand? The prophetic word will not happen in the air. It will not happen except this happens. God is looking for people. The first, the first experience of the zeal of the Lord is to build a people. So I know that sometimes prophetic ministry looks as if it's mocking churches. But can I tell you something? Prophetic ministries will be useless except there is a people who build roots downward and bear fruit upward. No declaration of the glory of God will have any effect except there is a people who bear roots downward and, who be, who, and bear fruits upward. This actually what God wants to do. The zeal of the Lord will do this. The idea of God is to build this. The counsel and the heart of God is to do this. God wants to raise us up as a people. I know many of you are quiet. A few of you are hearing me, but some of you are not hearing me. Do you want me to change this message to your miracle message? To the miracle New Year miracle service. God is now going to do something for you in 2022. Are you not tired of that of those lies? Like last year, December, the first Sunday in December, I said to you, your 11th hour miracle is not going to happen. Do you understand? What God wants to do is to take you to bear roots downward so you can bear fruit upward. I can actually preach all those messages of prosperity, of increase, of money. No. There, there's no reason for you to join politics if you're going to become like the other politicians. There's no reason for you to join media if you're going to just become like other media moguls. There's no reason for you to join anything if you're going to become just like everybody else who was doing it before. What's fresh is if you have root downward. Roots. Shake somebody and say roots. Roots. So Jim Lafoon said the Church of Christ in Nigeria is 10,000 kilometers wide, one inch deep. One inch deep. Literally one inch is just like the small part of your finger. One inch deep. 10,000 kilometers wide, no depth. The zeal of the Lord, first of all, is to deepen is to deepen. God wants to deepen. God wants to bring you in. The zeal of the Lord. What God wants to do is to bring you in. Is to raise up sons who know him. Is to raise up men who can stand. I see something happening among many people who stand up to say they are the movers on behalf of God. They don't have grounding. They are flighty. They are all in the air. They don't, have, they, don't, they don't have any loyalty to nobody. They don't have any friendship with anyone. You just say, the Lord said to me, I will do it. And then that's it. They don't carry any sense of building. They'll build nothing. They, 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 they're like winds, which the Bible talks about in the book of Jude. Just empty clouds with no water. I see a lot of prophetic people. That's how they are. Empty clouds with no water. So I'm not impressed by them. I want people who will do this, where the zeal of the Lord in their life will help them to bear roots downward, planted very well. They have a flowing stream into the deep waters of God, into the freshness of God. They have a sense of spiritual power because they are built in God. And then their fruits will begin to emerge upward. That's what I honor. That's what I honor. I don't want to just see your fruits. I want to you to show me your roots too. I don't want to just see your gifts. In fact, you want not even fruits, it's gifts. Because fruits and roots are part and parcel of the same. You can have no fruits except you have roots. 
some of you guys, you see this is the fight. The devil wants you to have gifts, receive all the gifts of God and run around, do miracles. Then when you arrive in the final day, Jesus will say like, you're not planted in me. I have no fellowship with you. You have nothing to offer me. So in any meeting where we're teaching about root, you see the people will be few. In any meeting where we're teaching about gifts, the, 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 the ministry will be large because we feel like it's the power of God. The biggest power of God is for you to be like God. It's for you to have his character. It's for you to have his nature. It's for you to pulsate like him. It's not just for you to do his miraculous works. It's very important for you to do his miraculous work. Very important. We will see miracles in this church. But God is setting us differently where we will build roots and roots and roots. And then we'll begin to grow upward and upward and upward. Amen. Roots, 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 roots. And the Lord will build roots. Ah, someone here, God is building your roots. Your power of prayer. Your stay power. Your resilience. You're not flighty. You are heavy. You have density in the spirit. You have kabod. You carry the presence of God. Let the weight of God's glory rest on someone today. God wants to deepen your roots. God is very interested in what happens in the nations, but He will use men who have yielded themselves. It's not about giving birth to children. What is the quality of the children you are giving birth to? It's not about getting married. What is the quality of the marriage you are making? Everybody gets married. You go to the Koyi registry, tomorrow there will be on Monday morning, people are marrying from morning to night. You have Muslim court officers who are wedding people. And while they're wedding people, I was in one wedding. As I have zero respect for court weddings. The, the Muslim man just was like calling somebody in the kedja. Oh, guy, where are you doing now? Inside the wedding vows, the guy stood and said, I they come, I they come, I won't finish one wedding. No, 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 I they come. Oh, then he now come back and look and say, immediately I finish now, come out this banner. Because they now carry the banner to venues for you. And do private court wedding. Everybody's getting married. To build a marriage that honors God, that takes roots. To build a marriage that stays, that takes roots. It's not about making businesses. Everybody's an entrepreneur. Like, I came to your, that's that souk. Man, did you see those businesses? Pastor Uch, they're like literally a thousand small businesses. None of you know their names. People are entrepreneurial in Nigeria. Let's, let's agree. That show was incredible. It was just fashion and food or something. Fashion and food. Fashion and food, more or less. It was more or less fashion with a little back off of. You know, if you are doing fashion and selling, you have to do a little nibble nibble. Thousands. It's not about starting businesses. It's not about being an entrepreneur. What is your entrepreneurship end? It's not about making money. So you make money, you become rich, then what? As you're traveling towards riches, some people are traveling back from riches backward. They don't want. Can I tell you guys something? All human desires are rubbish, except they are connected to something bigger. They are connected to something bigger. Everything you want to be, every desire that is driving your heart is not big enough. Today, I want it to be like a family meeting in this first day of the year for you to set your heart aright. Where is God going? What is the zeal of the Lord doing? What does God want to accomplish? What is God building? I want your heart to say, Lord, I want to be a part of what you are building. 
I want to be a part of what you are doing. God is very interested in what is happening in the nations. God is very interested in, in things beyond politics, beyond the politics of now. God is interested in what politics will do. God is interested in building economic fortresses. But he wants his kingdom to be the underpinning of that economy. God wants to plan politics, but he wants his laws to be in the heart of our politicians. Because only people who God's word have been planted in their hearts can make just laws that will think about everyone. Only righteous people with God-fearing agenda will actually hold technology. You've seen the power of technology and how technology has been used against God. Today, we all thought technology was going to be used to preach the gospel until Facebook starts putting a tag on everything you say, saying, fact checkers have to check this. This be proven to be a lie. Until DSTV starts striking out God. When you say the word God, they mute it. Like when you use the word, the S word or the F word, they, just the same way they mute it, they mute out the word God. Until every layer of technology begins to eliminate God. It will, it's not just about building things, it's actually about taking over in such a way that the zeal of the Lord will drive you to do what God wants to do in the earth. This is a message for leaders and builders. This is a message for people who know that God is asking them to be a part of something more than themselves. This is a message for people who know that God is calling them to have resonance of spirit, to build something that will sustain the future. In Nigeria, many have prophesied that we've lost our moment. Many have thought that this is the end. We have prayed and fasted and become weary of praying and fasting. Many even said that we've fasted too much. But I prophesy that God's appointed time is still ahead of us. Say amen. God's appointed time is just right in front of us. God's moment of opportunity is right in front of us. God is waiting for many of us to dig our roots deep as we begin to understand what the fountains of the great deep looks like. God will begin to walk on the outside with us, with fruits, with graces, with capacities on our outside where we begin to manifest. Say amen. Hashande Mose Yalambaru Keshadabo Sina Mayanda Librado Selambari. I just heard this song, God's going in the spirit. Azandi Moshe La Rusa Yendoze Inama Libras Tomoshe Kabo Siadole. Sing in the spirit for a minute. Kandi Shala Maria. Sento shilakusa manemba librasto yenda shela rika busela masheya rabose yenda malebra nosta build your people with your spirit let the seal of the Lord perform this build your people with your power let the glory of the Lord come down. Raise a temple unto your holy name. Build a people unto the Lord Most High. Reign in the nations, reign in the city, reign in our nation, O Lord our God. Build your people with your mighty power. Raise a people in this year, O God. Let this be the year when we rise above our desires let this be the year when we rise above our wants let this be the year when we rise above our needs let this be the year when we rise above ourselves and press into a holy agenda and press into a holy movement and press into a holy advance of God's people upon the earth for you are interested in building the city and the nations of the earth and we yield ourselves that we will be your true vessels we yield ourselves that will be your true instrument take us beyond our needs take us beyond our money take us beyond our jobs raise our sights oh God set our sights higher in the spirit oh God build 
your people by your mighty power. Raise up people who will go to the ends of the earth for you. Raise up people who will know that your name is magnified and your glory is available, oh God. Raise us, oh God, and fill us with holy fire. Let the roots of the Lord go deep in our hearts. Let the burdens of God burn in our hearts. Father, take us away from cold love. Take us away from lethargy. Take us away from, from frivolities and, and ideas and bind us, oh God. Release us in the spirit to follow after you. To run after righteousness and not be weary. To stay this on end in your courts without burning out. My God, release oil. Release oil, oh God. Let the ministering angels of God fly out. Let the glorious moments who stand before the throne of God advance. Let the people of God rise up with a holy desire to run after God, to be the people of God. That's our holy cry, oh God. That's our holy desire, oh God. We want more of you. We want more of you. We want more of you. I see the Lord seated on the throne, exalted, and the throne of His robe fills the temple with glory, and the whole earth is filled, and the whole earth is filled, and the whole earth is filled with His glory, and the Isaiah chapter 52 verse 15 I know this message is not following the conventional way a message you follow but I'm just releasing a burden in the heart of God I'm just releasing a burden in the heart of God and I need you to connect your heart if you connect your heart you will live here a totally different person and you you shift your plans for the year you'll move it around if you if you connect with the heart of God this morning you will carry something weighty away that will be sustainable that it will keep you during trials and keep you during temptations hallelujah Isaiah 52 15 and he will startle many nations can you, do you have the NLT the NLT says and he will startle many nations kings will stand speechless in his presence for they will see what they have not been told and they will understand what had what they had not heard about God will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence. For they will see what they had not been told. And they will understand what they had not heard about. How many of you know that the things of God, for you to really understand it, you just understand it? Do you know sometimes you can't explain the things of God to an unbeliever especially? You try to explain it, you're looking for words. There are no, just no words to, to, to unpack what God is like. You just receive God. You can't explain him. You can't really explain him. Some from time to time you get a grace to speak, to explain, but many times what you know about God really is actually what cannot be explained. It's actually what you cannot tell. It's actually what you cannot describe. You have God inside of you. So who is God? You have God on the inside of you. So how does he work? How do you share him? How does he, how does he, do you understand? You have God on the inside of you. How does he live? How does God, how does God flow? This is what God wants us to carry. Weightiness. Weightiness. 
He will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence. For they will see what they have not been told. The awe of God enters. And people will begin to see what they have been not been told. And they will hear and they, and they will understand what nobody has explained to them. They will begin to understand it. How do you stand before someone and feel perfect awe? How do, I just want us to carry God by the time you leave here today. I want to carry a new measure of the awesomeness of God. I don't want you to be light in your Christianity anymore. I want you to connect to the power center because there is a day when the ignition is turned in many people's lives. Let today be your day when the Holy Spirit ignites something on the inside of your heart. For the zeal of the Lord is available. For the burden of the Lord is available to carry us to a place, to take us to something we've never seen before, to take us to a level we've never been before. And we may journey to a new higher place in God not everybody is equal in the spirit not everybody is equal in the spirit not everybody is equal in the spirit some people press in deeper some people go in deeper I invite you to the place where angels fly I invite you to the cause of the living God I invite you to the company of angels of the earth. I take you higher in the spirit today. I journey with you into the high winds of the Lord. Where the winds of God flows on the mountains. Where the hills of God break into fire. I open your eyes in the spirit to see that God is bigger than you have ever imagined. I bring you to the place where the Lord is running on something global I set your sight on something city changing that will change the heart of cities that will change the heart of nations because the personal God is much bigger he's the city God he's the nation God he's the continent God he's the world changing God he's the God of the nations he's the God of the whole earth and his zeal has arisen this is the day of the zeal of the Lord this is the day of the acceleration of the work of God this is the day when men will press in the Bible says from the days of John the Baptist the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and forceful men press into it let the building begin let the staring begin let hearts go aflame let people pursue after God let the fires burn let there be an acceleration let there be a running let there be a running let there be an acceleration of what God is doing rooted and planted in God rooted and planted in the rivers of God men will go forth in the zeal of the Lord in the zeal of the Lord the zeal of the Lord almost high will do this the zeal of the Lord most high will do this God will rebuild his people God will stir up holy fire when the Lord comes down grace will be released fire will be available and the hand of the mighty will be stretched out over humanity receive that grace receive that acceleration receive that opposite view receive the spirit that fixes lands and cities and nations receive 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 today in the name of Jesus Christ 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 we don't just receive the love of God we receive something bigger we don't just receive the love of God, we receive something bigger. We receive the assignment, we receive the heart of God. As we come up higher, 
We don't just receive a miracle, we receive something bigger. You are part of something eternal. You are part of something bigger than your job. You are part of something bigger than your tribe. You are part of something bigger than your city. You are part of an eternal movement of all saints, dead and alive. You are part of the church of this firstborn. You are part of God's holy company. You are part of something eternal. Behave like it. Reach out into it. Behave like it. Behave like it. Behave like it. Eshanam suyara abledoshta minkroli krasta bana breyato bredavsta Beyond our human activities, God has started changing the earth. Have you noticed our human activities are now being thwarted by a force bigger than our human activities? Something bigger than us is moving now. God is nearing a time to alter the nations. God is reaching a time to change cities and territories. We are sitting at a time of great angelic activity. In the book of Revelation, we read of angels flying and crying out to one another and cherubims falling before the throne of our great God. The salvation of the earth is near. The salvation of the earth is near. If you believe it, say amen. And it will be the sovereign move of God. This move cannot be stopped. Nobody can stop it. This move cannot be stopped. This move cannot be stopped. God is announcing salvation to the cities and the nations of the earth. The zeal of the Lord will do this. But God is inviting you to jump into His zeal. Will you connect to what God is doing? Will you be a part of what God is saying? Will you be a part of what God is doing? Or will you continue to look for your own agenda? Will you continue to look for your own small purpose? Or will you jump into what God is doing? For truly the nations quake. For truly the nations quake. For truly the nations quake at this point in time. Let me tell you what God wants to do as we round up. God wants to get us behind our healing programs. Imagine if the church understands what it means to make healing in a biologically crazed world where somebody is doing biological engineering and making weapons of mass destruction in terms of medicines. For example, part of the conversation about the coronavirus was something called the lab leak theory, right? And everyone who says anything about the lab leak theory, Facebook marks it as, as fake news, right? But it's coming more and more that it seemed like the virus came out of a lab leak, which means that human beings were actually sitting down to make a disease to kill other human beings. So it means that what God will be looking for if he wants to heal a whole territory will be just be a spiritual man who makes the antigens for a bad disease. Who are the scientists who will yield themselves to God like that? Not just to make vaccines and sign mandates with government so you can force it down people so you can extract money from even poor countries. What are the people who will do righteousness in the earth in this time? Because the game has changed. That's what God is looking for. Do you know what God wants to do in chasing culture? Like the art, the ideas of the society are actually as poisoned as the people of the society. Right now, 
there is actually a glorification of 419 boys. You see them everywhere you go. That's why some of you should try and dress properly because they have a way they dress. It's a whole new fashion. And this fashion is not just, it's actually a disobedient fashion that they're entering into. Just to show that I'm non-compliant. Now, I'm not saying that you, like, you know, me, I'm not the best person to advise people on fashion, you know now. <laughs> Skinny jeans and t-shirts, muzzle shirts, any shirt that comes to my mind. I just look at it, it's nice, so I just buy it and wear it. But God is actually bringing us beyond this toxic culture disrespect, no sense of decorum, no sense of anything, no behavior, no tone. Language is horrible. God is bringing us and elevating us. I say, come, become royal. Become distinguished. Become kings for me. Raise your language. Raise your fashion. Raise yourself from the dust. God is looking for cultural redeemers. Who are going to go against the grain of everything that's happening and be different. Art, media, TV is looking for redemption. I'm back here again. <laughs> I'm back in this conversation again. Looking for people who will redeem. Looking for people who will write stories that will help people to connect to God. I'll bring wholesomeness into families by the games they design. God is looking for holy gamers. That game, gaming world is bad, nasty. The violence, the nakedness, the sensuality, the rape culture in gaming is unbelievable. God is looking for redeemers. But we're too busy playing church to redeem in that space. Do you know God is not waiting for you to, when, 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 you, when we gather together like this, God is waiting for you to bring whatever you have from wherever you are. In the next season, church will be about us teaching each other how to go into culture, to change culture be about someone who is very good in media come and say to us, here are the principles I applied when I was making my movies and I was able to get cleanliness into it. So he will gather a media team and teach them. The next season, it will be music. So I have some people I mentor in the music industry and I keep telling them like, you're a redeemer. But guess all they are trying to do? To belong and blow. Meanwhile, God actually is calling them to that space. So God is actually calling them to that industry. Not to sing worship songs, though, but to be in the industry. But they are trying so hard to blow that the world itself knows they are trying to blow. And the world is always mocking them. <laughs> Church boy, you don't come. You don't come. Then they give you something that will poison you. They know. They give you a scene where you have to play the keyboard. And the girl who is dancing, your manhood is standing while she's dancing seductive over you. They defile you. By the time you finish, you go home. You're like, what is this? Because the world knows. So guess what? We need redeemers in every space. Not just in the church space. In the legal space. They say, you have to be a, a liar to be a lawyer. Who are the lawyers? You know, after a while, my wife, every deal she starts, they will agree the amount of money they will pay. When the deal is finished, they will ask her, bribe here, bribe here, bribe here. After a while, even if the money was 10 million, she will be happy if she goes home with 1 million. She's like, what kind of, what kind of job is this? I don't want to do this anymore. That's how my wife changed from being a lawyer to become a social worker. At least I will touch people. I will help change and make people better. We are the lawyers who are going to bring redemption to the legal profession. There's not a space where you don't need these roots of God to go deep inside of you so you can bear fruit up in every space where you occupy. 
whether it's in the car sales industry. Someone here, you sell cars. God is saying to you, you're supposed to redeem the car sales industry. And you're supposed to even make prototypes for the new cars that we made in Nigeria. Someone here, I don't know who that word is for. In the car industry, God wants you to redeem car making. Do you know there are things the Holy Spirit wants to deliver to us, but it's in the zeal of the Lord. So long we've separated being deep in God as if when we're deep in God, we won't do anything again. But God wants you to be deep in Him so that you can redeem. The bigger redemption is redeeming the world. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and them that dwell therein. God doesn't want you to do only personal redemption. God wants to redeem creation through your hand. There are people who are going to be the doyens of the new security codes of the world. Creating security solutions that are going to dominate the world. Where are those people? God wants you to be so well set that your ethos doesn't change. Your values don't change. Your, the zeal of the Lord is advancing now. God wants to do something in the earth and he invites you to partner with him to carry out this holy assignment. If you want to do that this morning, let's rise up together. Let's pray. Just pray over Thanks yourself. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.